Welcome to Podcast Down, our all-around fun and serious podcast, where we dive into a variety of topics that both entertain and challenge us. From lighthearted discussions to deep conversation, we'll explore many facets of life and everything in between. Join us as we laugh, learn, and grow together. Now, let's join James and the squad. Hey, everybody, it's James. Welcome to the podcast. Today, it's me, and I got the two girls with me, Kaylee and Dez. Girls. Hey. Hey, everybody. All right. So today, our topic of conversation is going to be about are the states and everything with how many states have decriminalized drugs? Are we giving drug addicts and drug dealers a pass? Um, it's a kind of a hot topic, especially where we live in the Pacific Northwest, because drug dealers are kind of running muck all over the place. Um, let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, girls, thoughts? I mean, I know the basic info, but I don't really know a whole lot about the topic. Um, well, you know they decriminalized drugs in the state of Oregon, which means you're no longer going to jail for having them. Like it all? You get a slap on the wrist. There's no longer a felony. I didn't know if there was a certain amount or anything. I, I, I don't know the exact amount, but I know it's a heck of a lot more or less than what it was. I do, um, I do remember hearing about that and I think there is an amount. I can't remember for sure what the amount was, but yes, if you get pulled over now and you have stuff on you, it, you, nothing really happens anymore. It's like you, the ones that were in jail and everything, they're being let loose. You know, you see, especially kind of different areas, especially around Oregon that, that's all you see on the streets. And what are us, I'm going to say normal people, not doing that stuff? We're basically paying for it. Yeah, because now they get, what, free housing, drug care, health care, ambulance rides. They get a little bit of everything that basically allows them to do whatever they want. Yeah, I mean, look at the people that go into, like, drug court and stuff like that. They literally have people giving you money to get into a home. But us hardworking people have to do it ourselves. That's all very frustrating. Um, I think maybe not so much the house care and estate assistance and everything that they get, um, but the jail and the decriminalizing. You know, as much as I hate that it's happening, I almost understand why they're doing it. Think of how fast the jails fill up where we're from. To where they couldn't even book people at some points because there just wasn't enough room anymore. I can understand that, but at the same time, I mean, you're then letting these people loose and kids are dying because of, the, of this drug problem. I understand it and I hate it. I just get how they may not have the resources may not like i said i don't have all the information to continue trying to put people in jail when they don't have the space to put people in jail i i think that you know one thing that y'all they, they do you know that, that's something that i think is incorrect 
there are like 15 empty jails all around and prisons all around Oregon that they don't want to hire the police force to use. And you say that, it, you know, that we don't have enough space or anything else like that and the money that it costs to operate those prisons and whatnot and everything. Sure, I get, but here's the problem. So you would much rather not have a person in jail. You'd much rather put them in a house that you're paying for. That's not at all what I said. Well, you said that you understand it and everything else like that, but you're, that they were filling up the jails too quickly. No, I don't agree with it, nor do I like the fact that it's happening. I just understand what they've told us and how that could be an issue. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, but at the same time, um, I think what the, the bigger problem here is, is like drug addicts now kind of just go and they have no repercussion. There's nothing happening or nothing coming from what they do and do not do. And I think that there needs to be something that is worked on or something that is, you know, changed in that, in that construct, because let's be honest and let's, let's face reality here. Okay. There are people overdosing every day. There are new drugs coming out every day. The mm -hmm. biggest, most financial, you know, hurt in this world is, you know, we've already legalized one drug. Yeah. I mean, if they have such, such a problem with it and everything else like that, just make it legal so everybody can buy it and then all the stupid assholes can fucking OD. I would much rather deal with that. I would much rather deal with just burying mounds of bodies of stupid idiots who want to OD then turn around and keep putting them in houses and getting them cars and paying their electric bill and saying, oh, it's an illness, poor me, sorry me, and everything else like that. And then they don't have to pay any retribution. You know, you go to you go to AA meetings and everything else like that, or, you know, all the drug courses and everything else like that. It's not your fault. You have an addiction. But at the same time, by the way, I forgot to tell you, you know, you need to somehow make repents for everybody that you fucking hurt in the process. You know, and 99% of these drug addicts have kids. I can agree to somewhat of what you said. Um, something that I can see that I don't quite agree with is what if children start doing it? Well, I mean, there are children that do do it, but if you legalize it and little kids start doing it thinking that's the cool thing to do and everything else and then you have these little kids ODing. do you stop kids from smoking i try to okay but i mean that's what i'm saying how young are you talking when you're saying little kids you're talking eight nine-year-olds i'm not saying i mean i'm saying it'd be no different they made pot legal and i don't see any five-year-olds walking around with a joint in their mouth no no no, no. i it's more like 10 and above 10 and above okay so once again I think the youngest I, I personally, that I know of, that I've heard of, is 13. Okay? That's around the same time the motherfuckers can get cigarettes from people. 13. Okay? I'm not saying make it legal to sit there and sell it to them, because if they really want it right now, what's stopping them from going out and finding it and getting it? I understand that. I guess it, it's, uh, I guess I take it more literally when it's talked about, like, fully legalizing but that's just, it's my opinion on it. I think that, honestly, there needs to be more jail, prison, something to keep these people off the streets. Well, I mean, I think you take away a couple of things. One, 
I think you should have to piss clean to get any state assistance, period. Pee clean. You want food stamps, you better pee fucking clean. Pot's legal here, but it's not federally legal. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, sorry. It kind of takes away any money that we get from any federal relief or anything else like that. That should be gone. Mm-hmm. Okay? And let's really crack down on all this stuff that, you know, what, whatever happened to the three-strike rule? Three strike and you go away for 25 years. Yeah, well, they've apparently done away with that. (laughs) Right, because, you know, we're saying that all the jails currently are filled with, what, murderers and rapists? I mean, that's no better. But at the same time... I mean, that's what you're saying. You're saying the jails are full. With what? You're telling me that there's how many prisons in the United States right now are here? Let's just focus on Oregon. How many prisons are in Oregon or jails are in Oregon? A lot. Every single one of them are full of murderers and rapists. I mean, that's basically what they're saying. I mean, what else would they really be tied in there for? You know, and that's that speaks volume on really what's going on in, in this freaking world. But you have to look at, we're only in one state. I know not every single state in, in the United States is full up. Why can't we transfer people? Well, because you can't hold somebody in jail for a crime they committed in a different state. Oh, man. Hit the wrong button. I can understand that, but I mean, if shit's getting too full, and all we're doing is letting out people who are into drugs or anything else like that, even domestic violence, like, they're just let back out on the streets. Okay. I'm going to just, right now I'm on Oregon, since that's the only one that we currently, that's where we live. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to go to our website, you know, their, their stuff. And there's some quick facts here, okay? Here's the number of employees that Oregon has issued recently. Security staff, 2,405. Non-security staff, 1,837. Parole and probation office, 35. 35. Temporary employees, 140. Total employees, 4,417. And that's just in the state, or is that a certain... This isn't just in Oregon. Management of staff ratio. This is released by Oregon, the crime, and everything else like that. Okay? 1 to 11.6. So there's one staff, like management staff member to 11 employees. Not horrible. Here's our budget for the 21... 21 to 23 legislative adopted budget in millions. Operations, 129. Administration, 110. General services, 85. Community corrections, 307. That's community corrections, halfway houses, um, work programs, work release, all of those, 307 million. Health services, 318 million. Correctional services. Now, this would be like jails and everything else like that. You want to take a gander, I guess? I have no idea, in all honesty. As you want to guess? Numbers. I wouldn't know. 80. $80 million. Seriously? Seriously. All right. Cost per day. Okay. Adults in custody cost $140 a day. Okay. Adults on supervision cost 12 
dollars a day. Okay. Let's see here. Average intakes per month, 352. Average releases, 313. Oh, gosh. So, I mean, that's just some quick facts right there. Okay. Now, here's something that's going to shock you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ice machine. Here's mental health needs. Highest treatment needed. Now, this is like they need psychological mental health like to the highest extent okay mm -hmm. 1252 okay that's 10.2% of the inmate population currently mm. okay cuz right now the population is at 12299 okay severe mental health problems 2366 that's 20% moderate treatment needed 1790 that's 14% Okay, benefits from treatment, 2,204, that's 17%. So out of that 10, 20, 30, 40%, okay, 17% get better. No treatment, 15%, and no reports needed, 22%, okay? Here's the part that gets me that I think you'll find. These are people in jail or that have been in jail. Okay. Dependence or addiction. 6,202. 50.4% of that prison population are addicted to drugs. Okay. That's dependence. The 1,632, okay, are some substance. So not hardcore, not all the time. Okay. And the average age for people in jail. 42 years old. The average length of stay for incarcerated individuals, okay, excluding people serving life or death sentences or without parole, that's mm -hmm. 69 months. 69 or 629? 69. 69. Oh my goodness. So let's see here. What's that's five, five years? Five years, nine months. Okay. 71. 8% are eligible who work for programs full-time. So they're working, but we're still paying. Mm. Okay. Now, here's just random other few facts just to toss out there. Okay. In prison, okay, there's 9,286 people who are in jail right now based off of committing a crime against another person. Okay? 3.2% of that is murder. That's it. Wow. It's weird, like, looking up the statistics and everything of all of it. I think a lot of people have a lot of misconceptions on it. Well, we have, like, Measure 11. Measure 11 basically... Um, Approved a ballot that allowed to put juveniles as adults. Mm -hmm. Measure 17 um, basically allows people um, to apply for certain aspects of it. So I think what we just need to really look at, I mean, are we really helping these people with drugs? Or are we just letting them uh, continue to abuse the system? 
because they're going to steal, they're going to hurt people, they're going to do whatever they want to get the drugs. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Got anything to say? So do I. I don't think that the way we were dealing with the drug problem is good. I Criminal. Yeah. The criminal problem, because that's what they are. They are criminals. People who use drugs are criminals. Yes. I say that respectfully. I, as a normal individual, do not know how they should go about taking care of the problem, but I hope that they do. The way to take care of it is by not babying them. You know, we don't take murderers and rapists and hold their hands and say, it's okay, you have an illness. Why are drug addicts an illness and not murderers? I don't know. You know, why is raping people not an illness? There are doctors out there who swear by it that there's a chemical imbalance in the brain that causes people to be attracted to children. I have Not that I'm saying anybody should go around raping kids. No, no, I know that they've done a lot of research on it. That's why, like, serial killers, they'll do autopsies and stuff specifically on their brains or, like, when they're in prison for their crimes, they'll ask to do brain scans to see if there's any... But that's what I'm saying. If it's a mental illness, how can we hold these people in prison? Because, I mean, that's essentially what we're saying about people who are addicted to drugs. It's an illness. Even though it's something that you inject into your body. So, I guess that's always been my confusion. I know. I guess the only reason I could see is if there's something wrong in a murderer's brain, then you let them out and they murder somebody else. Okay. What's any different about a drug addict? I'm not saying that there's... I mean... We don't know if they're going to go murder somebody. I'm not saying it's good or anything like that. But do you also notice that what what I have noticed is the main people getting help and the main people getting state assistance, at least in this state, are women. A male drug addict doesn't have the same opportunities as a female drug addict. I'm aware of that. A male drug addict gets his kids taken away. I'm aware of that too. Okay. Why is it that... And then I'm going to assume that we're not the only state that struggles with that problem. It's no different than why I highly disagree with the domestic violence issue that goes on, that somebody has to be arrested, and 72.16% is men who get arrested. It doesn't even matter if they find out later that the woman you know, charged at him or anything else like that. Light in court. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the custody issue all over again in regards to kids. But, you know... One of the biggest things that I think we need to figure out is, you know, we keep saying that, you know, maybe the next generation, maybe the next generation, maybe the next generation will sit there and get it figured out. But the God honest truth is, you know, we just keep passing the buck. And nothing gets done. Not a damn. Actually, I'm pretty sure it's just gotten worse. Probably. Um, All right. Any other talking points on this one? Des, you got any more talking points or anything else you'd like to discuss in regards to the crime pandemic? Um, don't do crimes, folks. Don't do crimes. We still got 10 more minutes to sit there and go off of. I think you've got maybe a little bit more. Kaylee, what about you? Any opinions on the matter? Honestly, I think no matter what state you're in, it, things need to change, you know? trying to hold people accountable for all the stuff that they have done and how honestly our systems are just messed up. 
what are we supposed to do? What are we, the people who bust our ass every day, making money to pay rent and feed our kids and everything else and take care of our lives while other people get to sit back and have a free ride? I don't know. I think we're supposed to, like, vote or something. Well, I vote every time. It doesn't seem like it really matters. I mean, the problem is, is that we have a large part of the community that everybody deserves a second chance, and I get it. And most of these people have already gotten second chances and third chances. And I'm not saying that people who take drugs don't need help, and I'm not saying that people who take drugs are bad people. But I don't think they ever have to take accountability for the people that they turn around and punish and hurt and steal and lie and do everything else too. I think that, you know, I, I don't like the fact that, you know, we don't, I mean, right now with how bad the pandemic is, it just doesn't seem like, I don't know why we haven't called the national emergency about the problem. I do know that, you know, specifically, um, we don't live down there anymore, but I read about it sometimes still down in Southern Oregon, uh, from January to March, they have had a high record of ODs down there. It was 13 overdoses in three months oh, this good. year. Good. Let them die. I'm sorry. I have no pity. My same pity goes out for people who commit suicide and choose not to think about the people that love them. I'm sorry, but it's really, 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 really hard for me. You know, just like a mom who bails on her kid and then turns around and comes back, you know, six months later and says, I want to be here. I'm a good mom. Yeah. And the courts are like, okay, well, let's give you a house and let's do this and this and this and this. That just messes up the kid, especially when the parent leaves again. Because if you're overdosing, I mean... I'm going to assume you don't feel the same way I do about suicides, correct? Destiny? I don't believe in suicide. No, no, no. That's not what I said. I don't care about people who commit suicide. If they commit suicide, to me, they're selfish assholes. I think that suicide is a selfish act. Okay. Yeah. Why is OD considered different than suicide? Why aren't they being arrested for attempted murder of themselves? They should be. That's actually a good... It's actually a I mean, good thought. I'm not sure exactly why, except that, I mean, I get when they, like, try to do it on purpose. Doesn't matter. Okay, if you're driving a car, okay, and you hit somebody and kill them, you can still get charged with vehicular manslaughter, correct? Yes. Okay, do you think you're doing it on purpose? No. Well, no, that's why it's manslaughter instead of murder. Okay, but you're still going to prison for killing somebody. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're right. right. So, you ODing means that you get a free pass because you didn't do it on purpose? No. Okay. And at the same time, you know, if you're catching somebody with dealing, okay, if you get somebody dealing, let's say, meth, okay, and you've had three overdoses of meth, you don't think that that person should have the book thrown at them for attempted murder on every or assault on anybody that they ever sold it to? I mean, they should be more harsher punishments for drug addicts. I see what you're saying. I just know, you know, people die from alcohol poisoning, but we don't blame the people who sold the alcohol. That's not true. Go to a bar, get drunk, and get in your car and drive home. Bar's responsible. Bar's okay. responsible. I'm talking like alcohol poisoning. Okay, but alcohol... Reference is an example towards ODing. Okay, so fine. Alcohol poisoning. So they get alcohol, alcohol poisoning, okay? They go to a hospital, okay? And more than likely, let's look at this person who has alcohol poisoning, okay? 
So most people who drink know their limit. I mean, that's a pretty good. Anybody who doesn't are typically younger and haven't drank for a long time. Okay. And they get alcohol poisoning. They go to the hospital. They get saved and everything else like that, right? You know, they figure it out. Stomach pumped. Whatever, whatever needs to happen. You don't think the doctors get them checked in for psychological help? And is that person going to have horrible, horrible, horrible withdrawals the second that they wake up and try to kill three nurses and a doctor? Probably not. Well, and look at, honestly, me and you, we could get alcohol poisoning. You could take one drink of liquor and get the, for whatever reason, just really fucked up. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying, though, is these people are making conscious choices to shoot up more than what they know that they can take. Most ODs, that's what happens. Okay? And once again, that alcoholic, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, and I'm not saying there aren't cases that don't happen, probably didn't just rob his family fucking blind and steal from his 50-year-old grandma and kill somebody in a parking lot to get the drugs or to get booze. I probably went down to the liquor store, bought it. Okay, because I'm all, see, I have, I have no quorums with people who are dying and want to take their own life. Like if you're terminally ill. Assisted suicide. I'm all for it. I think it's a great thing. I think, why should you have to suffer? But you have to be terminal and you have to be past a certain point. Mm-hmm. Like if I just found out that I have stage one skin cancer. I'm not going to say that, all right, I'm done, guys. I'm throwing in the towel, fucking off me in the fucking back room, the shoddy. No, that, they okay. won't do it. But if I'm at stage three lung cancer and there is no way to cure it and it is metastasized through everything and all I'm going to have to do is rack up doctor bills and everything else like that for you guys, take me out back, take me to a field, tell me we're going for a walk, put a shock under the back of my head and pull the trigger. Okay, maybe I want to do it that way. Oh no, I want my I want it to fucking be epic. <laughs> or you know what? Maybe that's the one time I'll decide to OD and you know I can be mad at myself because I want a mound of fucking cocaine and I just want a face plant in it. And just be like the answer's gonna be high with me. You know, I, I back to I mean the original point and I know we got a little oh. lighthearted about it all, but it's just it's getting to that point to where what is happening isn't working. Drug addicts need to take accountability for what the hell they do. I mm-hmm. think it's ridiculous that they don't. Okay. And I think that if you have a child involved and you're known to be high around that child because you go home, you get, you're high, you go home, you're still high. That shit stays in your system for fucking ever. Why aren't you getting child endangerment charges? That's a good question. They talk about down in Medford, Oregon, where they had fucking cracked out pieces of shit at a park. Why aren't they getting child endangerment charges? Every last one of them. Where you find needles and crap laying in grass on play structures. Well, that one you can't sit there and just randomly claim. You'd have to, you know, match it. But I'm talking about the ones that are twacked out of their damn mind right next to a park. Remember where the basalts fucking incident happened and they started eating people's faces off and shit like that? Oh, yeah. You know, there's always some new drug coming out and everything. I'm just, you know what? I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to shit in a bag, put a bunch of salt in it, chop it up, and I'm just going to start selling it and put some powder in there, some, you know, powdered sugar, um, 
you know, some oregano. I'm going to sell it as like this hot fucking, and I'm going to crystallize it in the backyard. No, don't do it. That's a crime too. What? Selling fake drugs? I'm selling my <laughs> shit. I'll tell them, yo, man, this is the shit. That's exactly what I'm going to tell them. They're going to know they buying shit because that's all I'm going to reference. This is the shit, man. This will get you so shitted up. You'll just be shitting. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying the word shit and they're either going to think I'm a cop or they're going to think that. It's going to be oh a noun, a verb, and an adjective. God. All in one sentence. Absolutely. Alright guys, well we're going to go ahead and wrap this show down. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Final thoughts on anything? Um, yo, United States, clean up your act. You know, People, stop relying on everybody else. And if you've got people, there are places if you really do want to quit, that will help you quit. I believe in, you know, AA and all those things that want to help. That's alcohol. NA. Or NA or whatever. It's any of those <laughs> A's, you know. But there are people out there who will help you quit. And, you know, in regards to suicide, I know I made the comment. If you are feeling suicidal, please call, you know, the Suicide National Hotline. Um, you know, everybody would much rather sit here and hear your story rather than, you know, hear about you at a funeral. Any final thoughts? Des. Um... I just feel like I need to clarify that while I may like to try to see points of views from all views, it does not mean I condone using drugs or people being feeling like they're being rewarded for using drugs Crack or head. anything like that. I just wanted to make sure that was clear. Kaylee. I think people just need to get their shit together, especially a state. All right. Oregon, United States, everywhere else, get your shit together. Retire with crackheads living in our backyard. All right. Signing out. You guys have a good night. Good night. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed our discussions and gained some new perspectives along the way. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends. We look forward to bringing you more thought-provoking and entertaining episodes in the future. Until next time, keep an open mind and never stop exploring the world around you. P.S. We love you.